It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, final countdown. It's caucus day in Iowa, the first contest of the 2024 race. Candidates making their final pitches. Donald Trump maintaining a dominant lead. We're live with the very latest. Then, brutal blast. More than 100 million Americans waking up to frigid temperatures this morning. An Arctic chill expected to bring record lows and snowy conditions. Dylan will have your full forecast. Plus, serving others. Meet the Alabama couple dishing out a lot more than just a home-cooked meal. Everybody should have a right to be able to go in a restaurant and have a meal and not worry about paying. We'll take you inside their restaurant, run by donations only. I just wanted to do something to show people that money does not, does not make the world go around. And the critics have spoken. The stars turn out for the Critics' Choice Awards, Oppenheimer winning big. The Critics' Choice Award goes to Oppenheimer. Harrison Ford gets a special honor. Thank you. Um, I won't take any more of your time. Thank you. And Ryan Gosling looks confused. The details coming up in Popstar today, Monday, January 15th, 2024. <laughs> From St. Leonard, Maryland. It's my sweet 16. Shout out to our friends RC and Abby. Washington, Chicago. Hot Gigi, Jeremy, and Tata. In Pittsburgh. In Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Sioux City, Iowa. From Bend, Oregon. Today I turn 21. Good morning to my kindergarten class at Fordwell Elementary. Back in Hebron, Kentucky. Hi everybody, good morning, welcome back to today. Nice to have you along with us. Great crowd out there on our plaza. They still came even though the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree is officially gone for another year. We got Peter and Laura here holding it down. Hoda and Craig have the holiday off. Some nice. troopers outside today on a cold one in New York City. I Sanders. know. Very chilly out the there. The true believers will get out there in just a bit. Let's get to your news. 8 o'clock Monday morning, the 2024 presidential primary season officially kicks off today with the Iowa Republican caucuses. The latest polls show Donald Trump with a commanding lead there, but also pretty spirited battle for second place going on. NBC's Jacob Soberoff is at one of the caucus locations in Ottumwa, Iowa this morning. Hi, Jacob. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Savannah. Believe it or not, it is negative 14 actual temperature right now outside Notumwa, Iowa. Later today, all of the residents of Wapolo County are going to gather here in the high school for the caucus uh, this evening. And they tell me the cold weather is not going to stop them. The Iowa forecast below zero temperatures and a battle between Donald Trump's top rivals to put a dent in his snowballing lead at the first in the nation Iowa caucus. The final Des Moines Register NBC News poll before the caucus kicks off showing a whopping 48 percent of likely Republican caucus goers supporting Trump. You're very hardy people. I've heard that. You're at a hardy. Sunday rally in Indianola, the former president urging massive turnout. So brave the weather and go out and save America because that's what you're doing. This Meanwhile, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley gaining momentum, climbing to second place with 20 percent with a message for former President Trump. It's you and me now. Let's do this. The poll marked Haley's first time overtaking Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who slipped to 16 percent. Then with the weather, most people are predicting that it'll be a smaller turnout 
our folks are motivated to come out. The question for the campaigns, will bitter cold temperatures freeze voter turnout? Here in Otumwa, I met Trump supporter Marsha in a 15 degree below zero grocery store parking lot. Are you going to go out and caucus in this weather? Yes. It won't stop you. Oh, we're in Iowa. Other shoppers waiting until the last minute to decide. Do you think that you know who you're going to caucus for tomorrow night? Uh, we're still going to see. If it wasn't for Ian Logan, there'd be no place to park for tonight's caucus at the local high school. So if you weren't plowing this, nobody would be able to get out and caucus. Ian says he'll be working tonight and not able to caucus, but he still supports former President Trump, and so do many of his neighbors. Um, and so these people look at Donald Trump and they think what? You look at the average person and the middle class has been alienated by the Democratic Party. It seems like he's the guy that's already done it for four years. You may not be able to participate on Monday night, but in a way, is this your participation? Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, though, they still made the choice to come out. I just affiliated her and made it uh, possible for him to get in. A very special thank you to Ian, because we would not be here inside the auditorium at Otumwa High School if he hadn't plowed those parking lots. Check this out, guys. So later this evening, this is where all of the residents of the county are going to come. And on that stage, they are going to hear speeches from the different campaigns to convince them ultimately to come out and caucus, maybe as many as a thousand people. But this isn't where the caucus itself goes down. Come with me. This is Otumwa High School, as I told you. It dates to about 1923. It is an incredible place. They just actually celebrated their 100-year anniversary, as you can see right here. Go Bulldogs. What they're going to do is they're all going to come down these stairs. And the caucus is a little bit different from the Democratic caucus, which no longer happens. And everybody's in the same room here. There's 22 different precincts in what's known as a super caucus location. Everybody from the different parts of this county are going to come down this hallway into classrooms, as a matter of fact. So, for instance, there's classroom 120 right over here. Usually, you can see on the walls here, it's a Spanish classroom, but this evening, it is going to be a singular precinct location. You're going to take your ballot, you're going to put it in the ballot box, and they're going to count those ballots in this room. But this is not where the official results are tabulated. That happens over here. Come with me. Ultimately, this place, uh, like it was back in 2016, may very well prove uh, interesting to the results and important to look at because President Trump won particularly big here by about 36 percentage points, maybe 35 percentage points. Back then, we're going to look at the margin ultimately and see how he does here tonight. If it's bigger, that'll be pretty interesting and indicative of some kind of shift. And if it's smaller, obviously the same in the opposite direction. All the results from the classrooms are going to be brought down here into the cafeteria. They're going to tabulate the results. They're actually going to have a big whiteboard here in the cafeteria. And that's where the results ultimately are going to be presented to the public. We'll get the results here for the county and ultimately the results for Iowa itself. Guys. You got your steps in, Jacob. Major high school vibes going on there. I mean, we got the lockers, the cafeteria, the Spanish class, bringing back memories of those. High school musical, guys. Yes. Let's go. Jacob, thank you. I was going to say, get me a Snickers out of that vending machine while you're there, Jacob. Thank you. And as he just mentioned, an Arctic chill is sweeping a lot of the country right now, along with snow and fierce winds. Whiteout conditions postponed what would have been Sunday's Buffalo Bills home playoff game. It'll happen today instead. An army of shovelers work to clear out the stadium. Driving, of course, has been treacherous as well. And weekend air travelers face hundreds of cancellations. Dylan has a look at where we stand now. Dylan, this has been a mess for a lot of folks. And it's still snowing in Buffalo.
on the new game day. So, I mean, you just can't win out in Buffalo this time of year. We do have dangerously cold temperatures right in the middle of the country, though. We're talking about 30 to 50 degrees below average for high temperatures. 105 million people under those wind chill watches and warnings. Uh, up into Duluth, 37 degrees below zero is what it's going to feel like. Chicago will feel like 25 below. Even down in a Little Rock, the wind chill will feel like three below. The actual air temperature will only be 12 degrees. Chicago's high is minus one today. We get up to one degree tomorrow, 17 on Wednesday. That'll feel nice, but then we're right back into the cold going into Thursday. Buffalo hangs out in the lower 20s with the lake effect snow continuing out there. Atlanta even gets down to 34 degrees by Tuesday. Laura. All right, Dylan, thank you. A hot air balloon adventure in the Arizona desert turned tragic yesterday. Officials say four people were killed and another seriously injured when their balloon crashed to the ground. The local police chief said there were eight skydivers among the 13 people on board. After they made a successful jump, something catastrophic happened. The balloon appeared to deflate, then fall from the sky. The NTSB and FAA are investigating. The new season of Grand Slam tennis is just underway at the Australian Open this morning. Some veterans hoping to mark milestones and newer stars like Coco Gauff aiming to pick up where she left off last year. NBC's Sarah James joins us from Melbourne with the first round highlights. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Savannah. And it was a record-breaking crowd on hand, and a lot of them were here in Melbourne because they wanted to see American teen superstar Coco Gauff, who is hoping to kick off 2024 with a Grand Slam win down under. Overnight, American superstar Coco Gauff once again dominating the court. In the first round of the Australian Open in Melbourne, defeating Slovakian Anna Karolina Schmidlova in straight sets. Post-match, hinting at the secret to her success. When I was nervous at 3-all, I just told myself, I literally said, I feel good, I look good. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, you know, you look very good. <laughs> I feel good, I look good, so just have fun. The 19-year-old hoping to recreate her Grand Slam glory at the U.S. Open last year, she spoke to Savannah and Hoda after that victory. Well, how are you feeling in this moment? It's still crazy. I don't think I was telling myself, you're a Grand Slam champion, and I'm like, it doesn't feel real at all. The Australian Open also welcoming the return of four-time major winner Naomi Osaka to Grand Slam tennis after the birth of her daughter. Also in Melbourne, Novak Djokovic defending his title in hopes of achieving his record-breaking 25th Grand Slam victory, finding success in his first-round match after a challenging four-hour, four-set battle against 18-year-old Dino Prismich in his first Grand Slam, the teenager giving the veteran his longest-ever first-round match in a Grand Slam. It felt at, at, at some point that I was playing myself in the mirror. As for Goff, as she looks ahead to her next match, it's all about staying positive as she seeks her second Grand Slam win. Australia is truly the happy slam, so I needed to just be happy on the court, and that's what I was able to do. So some late-breaking news here. Of course, Naomi Osaka lost in a very close match, but getting big kudos for returning to the court. And how about the happy slam? So we're seeing that Coco Gauff is looking really confident going into a match with another American, Caroline Dullahide. That's going to take place on Wednesday, Savannah. And trust me, that is going to be a huge crowd on hand for that match. I love she has so many fa fans down under. She is our sunshine. Coco, I love the yellow and the happy slam. Sarah, have fun. Thank you. <laughs> Up next right here, imagine love going that. out to eat, but there is no check after the meal. Just a chance to donate if you can. Blaine Alexander has this inspiring story behind the unlikely idea that's become a huge hit. That's right after this.
In France, in the 13th century, a teenager ascends the throne. He seems calm, collected, and as it happens, drop-dead gorgeous. But looks can be deceiving, and no one is ready for the death, destruction, and chaos that lie ahead. Step inside the reign of one of the Middle Ages' most cold-blooded rulers on This Is History presents The Iron King. Available wherever you get your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. We are back. It's MLK Day, and this year it falls on what would have been Dr. King's 95th birthday. To honor his legacy of service this morning, we are shining a light on a couple in Alabama who started a very unique restaurant. NBC's Blaine Alexander caught up with them. Blaine, good morning. Well, guys, good morning to you. I am joining you from the King Historic District here in Atlanta. This is really the heart of the King Day celebration, but of course, his legacy is wide-reaching. That includes a small town of Bruton, Alabama. That's where we found one popular restaurant that's keeping Dr. King's legacy of service alive every day. Even before the doors open, the energy at Drexel and Honeybees is buzzing. Here in Bruton, Alabama, it's one of the hottest lunch spots in town. But what you won't see, menus, prices, or a single dollar exchanging hands. This restaurant operates on donations only. Their motto is simple, we feed the need. I just wanted to do something to show people that money does not does not make the world go around. It's the brainchild of Lisa McMillan and her husband, Freddie. Together, they're serving up hot meals every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 11 to 1 p.m. A small town in southern Alabama, Bruton's population barely tops 5,000. Countywide, more than 17% of people are food insecure. Lisa has spent much of her life trying to change that. For more than a decade, she drove door-to-door delivering meals. Over 100 a day. A lot of them went to elderly people who were struggling. Everybody should have a right to be able to go in a restaurant and have a meal and not worry about paying. She shared her dream with Freddie, and the two were all in. Together, they took half of their retirement fund to bring Drexel and Honeybees to life. So when you first told your friends and family about this, they thought we were crazy. People were telling us, well, how are you gonna, how y'all gonna open up a restaurant and people don't pay when the ones that's charging people going out of business? Six years later, this is the daily lunch rush. They even had to recruit a little help. So if you stand back here for two hours, you're getting tired. That's just a fraction of their work. Lisa does all the shopping. 
how do you all decide what's on the menu? That depends on what's on sale at the grocery store. Okay. <laughs> then comes the cooking. Every meal is homemade. So this is hard work. Oh, God. It's hard work. But that work comes from a personal place. That's because years ago, Lisa was in the very same position. I was pregnant and uh, no food. When somebody was barbecuing and um, I smelled it and I just started crying because I, I, didn't, I didn't have anything to eat. And I just went, I don't want anybody to go through that. That's why she pours her heart out here. Today, Drexel and Honeybees gets an annual grant to help keep doors open. But the bulk of the support comes from the kindness of strangers. A lot of people come here to share a story. Believe it or not, to take a hope. <laughs> we have a bunch of people that normally wouldn't socialize with each other. And now they're friends. And her customers feel it too. The meal's just like... The extra. That's right. The donation That's right. is the big part. That's right. Help the needy. The food is great. It's good. Every day the food is good here. But the real heart of the place, Lisa says, is the donation box. Tell me about these partitions here. Okay, the partitions were put up here to make sure everyone had their own little private place to come. That privacy, she says, is the only thing that keeps some customers coming back. We had to set it up where they could keep that pride, keep it intact. And that's what we did. Some days she finds $1,000 inside. Others, just a few coins, but always the handwritten notes. Thank you. Uh, because of you, a family of four, eight today, we don't find a whole lot of money in there, but we find everything we need in there to keep going. And she plans to keep going for a long time to come. And every year I ask God, give me 20 more years, Lord. 20 more? 20 more years, that's right, 20 more years. These doors will never close. And she really is committed to that. She says the doors will never close at Drexel and Honeybees. And guys, believe it or not, she and her husband are still putting their own money in to make sure that the doors stay open. They say that they'll use the rest of their retirement if they need to do it. Now, that place is very special, but another special aspect are the volunteers. There are people, they say, that come from as far away as Indiana and Maine. They've heard about it on Facebook or social media, and they say they flock down there because they just want to be part of something special. Guys. Wow. wow, Blaine, thank you so much for shining a light on that. I love the guy who's like, the food is secondary, right? Yeah, it's, it's the, the community. Yeah. And what a beautiful, beautiful oh. example. And her spirit is so touching. Absolutely. We should put it on our website if people want to, you know, yes. you can't be there to put the money in the Surely yes. there's a way people yeah. can donate from a distance. We'll, we'll help that support out. that as well. Yep. Miss Dillon, let's get a check of the weather. Good morning again, everybody. We were talking about Buffalo earlier, and we do still have the lake effect snow. You've got that cold air. The lake is unfrozen, and all of that snow just wavers around in that area. So several more inches are likely over the course of this week, perhaps even uh, up to a foot and a half of additional snow. Here are today's high temperatures. Uh, lots of pinks and lavender showing up just like Laura Jarrett's outfit today. We've got uh, temperatures in the teens, the single digits, wind chills down about 20, 30 degrees below zero. So record cold expected through that part of the country out west. It's pretty chilly, too, in the Pacific Northwest. Highs today only in the 30s. And then we also have snow expected back through the Appalachians today, an icy mix farther south. And then this will transition into a few inches of snow for the northeast as we go into tonight and tomorrow. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan. By the way, we are going to put the restaurant website. Yeah. If you want to help.
out. We're going to put that on our website. Just ahead, guys, the fitness trend that is surging in popularity, especially among women. We are going to explore the benefits of strength training and how to add it to your daily routine. Give me 10 right on the ground right now. The smile on the Planks are coming back. Oh. Great crowd. Hey, we have an awesome turnout on a very cold day. Hi, y'all. We say good morning. We got Laura. We got Peter. We got Dilly Dilly. We've got an awesome crowd. Good morning. Nice to have you along. We got some good sports out here on a cold day. Some Bills fans getting ready to watch some football just ahead this morning. In this half an hour, Money Matters. Vicki Wynn is here sharing some common financial mistakes that you could be making and, more importantly, how to fix them. Plus, if you ever wish you could have a coach to show you the right way to lift weights, Peter doesn't need this, but the rest of us yeah. do. <laughs> and James McMillan has a strength training routine for us to try out. And speaking of exercise, on the third hour, we are going to cor correct some common workout mistakes so that you can make the most out of those popular moves right at home. Do I have to take off my heels? I would think so. Uh, yes. It's so cold. <laughs> That's mistake number one. <laughs> Guys, tomorrow, y'all should come back. Can you come back tomorrow? <laughs> Jimmy Lee Curtis is going to be here. Can't wait to chat with her. She's got a new children's book. And it's a twofer. She's going to do a cooking segment, Whoa. too. Right? I know. Jamie Lee. Also, as we gear up for Valentine's Day, you do know Valentine's Day is a told, month I've away. Public service announcement. We are looking for somebody who wants to pop the question live Ooh. on our show. Anybody want to get engaged on our show? Me. Oh, oh she, said, she goes, me, but I don't have a boyfriend. Next year, work on that. Okay, go to today.com. You can share your love story with us. Wouldn't that be fun? Hey, by the way, a big thank you to Carson Daly. I forgot my overcoat. I'm wearing his today. It's it looks good. good. It feels good. No complaints, Carson. I'll return it, I promise. What's the forecast? We're feeling it here. Uh, yeah, that's that's the case. And this is actually one of the warmer spots out here uh, to start off the week. The cold weather is sitting back through the middle of the country down into Texas. Dangerously cold temperatures today. Only single digits and teens across the panhandle of Texas. You go farther north and we're starting off the week with dangerously cold temperatures. Do not spend more time outside than you need to. We've got that little storm system that's going to race into the northeast tomorrow, putting an end to our snow drought that we've had for the 700-plus days recently. We are going to see a little bit of snow, uh, but not too much. Lake effect snow continues through the middle of the week. The next round of snow moving into the northern Rockies, and we finish off the week with that making its way into uh, the Ohio River Valley and into the northeast by Friday, too. And we love celebrating birthdays on the Today Show 100. 104 for Grandma Joe. Where's she watching from? Lockhart, Texas. Is she on the phone right now? And um, that's oh, a picture of her, actually. Oh, it just went flat. 104 down in Texas, and it's surprisingly warmer here, I think, right now. Oh, there she is. Grandma Joe looking good. Well, happy birthday to you. Oh, my gosh. Happy birthday, Grandma Joe, and everybody else on the plaza. We got a lot of birthdays out here. But first, this is today on NBC. Carson left a 20 in this pocket. Double D, you're pulling double duty this morning. Pop start for Love Carson. the double D. It's a big one, too. Okay. Yes. All right. We've got you covered. And we're going to start with the Critics' Choice Awards. Last night, the stars came out for the 29th annual show, honoring those who shine brightest on the big and small screens. Oppenheimer, no surprise, swept the ceremony with the most movie wins, bringing home eight trophies, including Best Picture, Ensemble Cast, and Director. Meanwhile, The Bear, Succession, and Beef dominated in the world of television, and a special award went to Indiana Jones himself, Mr. Harrison Ford, taking home a trophy for career achievement. Really happy to be here tonight to see what our business is 
turning into. And all of the talented people who are getting opportunities. I want to thank my lovely wife. Ballistic Lockhart, who, who supports me um, when I when I need a lot of support, and I need a lot of support. Harrison gets choked up, gets me choked so cute, up. Right? Right? Yeah. So adorable. Congratulations to him. And when it came to speeches, moving speeches, America Ferreira had the crowd feeling all the feels with these powerful words, accepting the See Her Award. Because I grew up as a first-generation Honduran-American girl in love with TV, film, and theater who desperately wanted to be a part of a storytelling legacy that I could not see myself reflected in. Because of writers, directors, producers, and executives who were daring enough to rewrite outdated stories and to challenge deeply entrenched biases, I and, and some of my beloved Latina colleagues have been supremely blessed to bring to life some fierce and fantastic women. So well said. Congratulations to America. And it was a big night for Barbie. Three tunes from the soundtrack were nominated for Best Original Song. And the critics' choice is... I'm, I'm just kidding. And look at that face. I mean, clearly goes down in the Reactions Hall of Fame, or lack thereof. The internet immediately declared Ryan Gosling winning as its new favorite meme. Oh, I think funny. he's even just taking this off. Yeah, like, what's happening? All right, next up, friends. Who remembers this iconic TV moment? I, Ross, take the Emily, take the Rachel. Remember that? Well, oh. one man's trash is another man's treasure because a pair of original scripts from the season four finale of Friends that were discovered in a garbage can just sold for nearly $30,000. Wow. According to the auction website, those pages were supposed to be destroyed after filming to avoid any of the spoilers from getting out. But a former employee at the London studio found them in the trash and held on to them for the last 25 years. Wow. The former script owner said she's not even really a huge fan <laughs> fan of Friends, but she's glad to pass the awesome memorabilia on to someone. I guess they didn't have paper is. shredders back then. Right? Wow, interesting. But imagine if that got out. I mean, I mean, that would have ruined the whole thing that we all yeah. just gasped at. All right, next up, Nicole Kidman. A few years ago, the Oscar-winning actress made pop culture history with this big screen campaign for AMC theaters. I need to get to the movies more. That video, which runs before movies, took the internet by storm fans recreating her legendary monologue, even full theaters reciting the words in unison. Now that sparkly Michael Kors jumpsuit is up for sale. It's a size two. The gray pinstripe ensemble is being auctioned off by Sotheby's and is expected to fetch somewhere between five and $10,000. That sale closes next week if you're looking for something to add to your wardrobe. Okay, yes. you something other than a size yeah, I was like, two. I know. If you really want to suck it in, okay. Thank you. Dylan, up next. Vicky's helping you tackle your biggest financial goals in 2024 with simple solutions to some of the most common money mistakes. But first, this is Today on NBC. 
Listen up, true crime fans. There's a big murder trial underway. Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around the country with the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. You'll get behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. Tell us what he said. Listen to Dateline True Crime Weekly now and catch new episodes every Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Emily Blunt to talk about the award season chatter around her performance in Oppenheimer, her penchant for napping anytime, anyplace, and a question from her husband, John Krasinski. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. We are back with our Money Saving Monday series. The new year is the perfect opportunity to reset your finances. So here to help tackle some of those common mistakes and save some money, importantly, along the way is NBC's Vicki Wynn. Vicki, nice to see Hi, you. Hi, great to see you. Happy New Year. So let's get through this if we can yeah. really quickly. A lot of people did a ton of holiday shopping, and now they're dealing with the after effects of that. A lot of people did the pay now, buy later thing, and it's having an impact. How can we help those folks? Yeah, there's this term floating around called phantom debt or shadow debt. It was coined in a recent Wells Fargo report, and it really refers to all of that debt consumers are taking on through buy now, pay later plans. You've seen them. They're offered by big companies like Affirm, Klarna, Afterpay, Sezzle. And what they do is they give you a chance to pay something off interest-free in installments. But the challenge is these loans are not being reported to the credit agencies. And some estimates have them at $46 billion in Mm. phantom debt that the government doesn't know about and that sometimes consumers lose track of. And all of a sudden, you're trying to play catch-up. You don't even realize how much you owe. When the new year begins, it begins to pile up. Speaking of piling up, subscriptions pile up these days. And if you're not careful, you find yourself paying for all sorts of streaming services and who knows whatever else right now. We are on subscription overload, Peter. And it's not just streaming services and music. Razors, car washes, shampoo, laundry detergent. Anything a company can get you to set and forget they want to because it's profitable. So to combat that, you really need to sit down and do an audit. Sit down with that credit card bill and go through line by line. What can you delete? What don't you need anymore? I mean, the average consumer spends $200 a month on subscriptions, according to CNR Research. Is that right? That's a ton. It's a ton. It's two and a half times more than people realize they're actually spending. So look at your bills. And I know you're not an impulsive person, Peter. Careful. For those of us who dabble in online shopping, sometimes it's helpful to delete the autosave for the credit card. If you have to go downstairs, get your wallet, manually enter that credit card number, you may be less likely to make that impulse buy. How many times do you start or your kids want to start like sign up for something and you you know within 30 days you'll cancel it and you never do. You're paying $9.95 for months galore. Exactly. It can be hundreds of dollars that you save. Let's talk about interest rates right now. They're high, obviously. That's an impact for people who are just carrying debt and ends up just growing and growing on them. Credit card interest rates are really scary right now. They're at record highs. Forbes advisor says as of last week, the average credit card interest rate was 27%. That means for every $100 you put on your credit card that you don't pay off, you're having to pay back $127. It can be really hard to climb out of that kind of level of debt, right? So first, if you can, pick up the phone and call your credit card. WalletHub did a study and they found that 77% of the time when you call and say, hey, could you lower my interest rate? They do. So that is money on the table for you. The other thing, if you can't, switch to a 0% APR card. That'll give you 12 to 18 months to get ahead on your bills, kind of try to pay down some of that debt. LendingTree also recommends 
maybe taking out a personal loan, the interest rate will be lower than the rate you're paying on your credit card. Use that loan to pay down credit card uh, bills, and then that will improve your credit scores, which is huge. So let's talk about savings for individuals as well. This is a way that you cannot save money but make money yes. in the process. Too many people have regular savings accounts, which means you're leaving money on the table. Yeah, those regular savings accounts are giving you maybe half a percent back. Last year, we talked about this. This is really the year of high-yield savings accounts. So we're talking about 5% that you could be making on your money, which is simple. It's easy. That is the one upside of rising interest rates is that you can make more off of your savings. So look for those accounts. Sometimes they're online banks, sometimes they're brick and mortar banks, but a lot more are offering high yield savings accounts. So move your money there. The good thing is you can access it at any time. It's super flexible. It's not like a CD or a certificate of deposit where you sort of lock up your money for six months or a year at a time. You've got this 5% APY and it's growing your money as you speak. If you have to make a big purchase, it's perfect. Another good reminder, take advantage of the benefits that you're that you're getting from your companies as well, right? That's a yes, good way to get some money as well. that's huge. A lot of us don't take advantage of all those financial wellness options that are given to us. Certainly, we have the 401k. We always want to remind people, max that out put in as much as your company will match because that's free money. But a lot of times uh, companies now are offering you help with your student loan management. They're giving you stipends for wellness. If you go to the gym, that kind of thing. And also access to free financial advisors. So when you're looking at your compensation package, look at the overall package, not just the salary number, but what are those other benefits and maximize them. Just call, just ask. The worst they can do is say, no, that's, you're getting all the money we got to give you at this point. Exactly. Vicki, nice to see you. Thanks for that good advice this morning. Coming up next, right here, working out with weights, the importance of strength training and simple ways you can add it to your exercise routine. But first, this is Today on NBC. We are back at 8.50 with Start Today, and plenty of people are focused on getting healthier in the new year, of course, and leading the charge, especially among women, is strength training. It was the second most popular fitness trend of the last year. That's according to the American College of Sports Medicine. And the subscription-based fitness app, Class Pass, says that signups for strength training classes have increased by, wait for it, 94%. So here with everything that you need to know to start your journey is James McMillian. He is a NASM certified personal trainer and the director of innovation at Tone House. Well, yes. not for, for any other reason than this. I mean, that's what Tone, that's what tone looks like <laughs> yes. right there. We like to get James, Tone. it's so tone. nice to see you. Nice so let's you. walk through this a little bit. Let's talk about the strength training journey. So much about strength mm-hmm. is about your mindset. How do yes. you focus? What's important about mindset? So you have to start with the mindset, all right? What I like to tell people is progress over perfection, all right? Technique over weight, all right? You have to focus on that technique and build up in your journey, as well as you have to set realistic goals for yourself, all right? Your spirit has to be stronger than this vessel when you think about training. You talk okay? about it, you have to be intentional with You have to goals, be intentional. Right? You can't just think it, you have to really yes. focus. A lot of people go on Instagram, they're like, I want to try this new move and all that. No, you have to set a goal around your capabilities, and that's what we'll go into next. So the luxury is in terms of capabilities, we have some ladies here to be our models for the process. Yes, here. I yes. took my blazer off just to, to feel along with <laughs> you guys. Okay? Yeah. But that's Thank as, you for the That's as far as my involvement will go in this segment. So a lot of this is, is the roadmap and sort of figuring out where you are fitness-wise. Yes. So help lead the way. Okay, so setting those intentional goals. You have to set short-term and long-term goals. With that, you have to understand your capabilities and your body. So we have a strength assessment, and I advise you guys to do this at home, okay? okay. 
So the first movement we're going to go okay. right into, we have a push-up. You want to do as many reps as you can for one minute. In that push-up, you want to lead with right your to chest. It. For real? Yes, as many as you can. <laughs> and now you have to understand if your breathing is off, if your uh, mobility, all the above range of motion in that push-up is off. Second thing we're going to go into, we're going to stand all the way up into a squat. Now, you have to have an okay. open chest, Good. shoulder width apart. You're going to go deep into that squat, rise up. Now, things you want to think about, is my mobility okay? Is my range of motion? Am I able to stay upright? Okay, you do that for 15 to 20 reps. After that, you come right back down. Okay. You're going into a forearm plank. All so right. in that forearm plank, you want to keep those hips nice and leveled. If you find your body lowering or rising, mm -hmm. then you know you have to adjust and work on your core, okay? okay? You hold that for one minute or as long as possible. After that, you work on flexibility and mobility. They go hand in hand. That, with I, can't, that I can't do. Yes, they I go can't hand touch in my hand. toes. So, so we're that's gonna where think I about touching our toes. So we're gonna go down to the floor, get a nice stretch on those hamstrings. If you can't touch your toes, it's okay. That's what you have to work on. You're learning your body or your mobility. Sit in that deep squat, nice open chest, place your hand onto the ground, raise up to the ceiling, say hello to the world, <laughs> and then you switch sides. Yes, you go to the opposite side and you raise up. That's going to show you your mobility. So after you do the strength assessment, you understand your body, your capabilities, and then that's when you go We're into We're about to more. quickly see who works out in this group and who doesn't. We should Come make on, you James. do the weather. Yes. I need help. Yeah, no, I'm a little winded. All right. Mama hasn't so. picked up a resistance band in two years, okay, James? Yes, so now you know your assessment. You know your capabilities. Yeah. And you're understanding, yes, you want to know, okay, what weight do I use? Yeah. I will always tell clients to go from body weight, yeah. resistance bands, into dumbbells and then into barbells. Okay, why okay? is that? So with resistance bands, yeah. it's joint friendly. Okay. Now with dumbbells, now you can work in different planes of motion as well as a little bit loaded. So what am I doing here? So right now, I, you're I, going I'm to go- you your workout shoes today. Yeah, yeah. Good step one. You're going I to want, go into a squat. With, with I'm going heels. to utilize the dumbbell, okay? okay? okay. I'm going into a goblet squat yeah. and you're going into a front squat okay. with resistance band. So you're gonna place your feet on the band. And do the feet need to be shoulder width apart? Yes, okay. shoulder width apart. Slightly turn those toes out okay. for the tracking of your knees. With the point Keeping of the heels. Okay. Point of your heels yeah. down. Now you're gonna grip that band, yeah. and we're gonna go into a squat, okay? I want it like uh, this kind of grip. No, no you want it. Yes, yeah. you want to grab it like that. Yeah, you want to grab like that. Elbows up. Yes. We're going down into the okay. squat. So we have three sets of eight reps at home. If you like to do it with us, there you go. All right, okay. you go low, okay. come back up. Think about driving heels, through the like floor. Dri driving right. through Push. the floor yes. with the heels. With the heels, yes. Wonder Woman. All right. Okay. Great job. So we got two more reps. Two you, more you reps. You keep going. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep going. So. So the next thing we're going okay. to go into yes. is a bent over roll. So okay. I'm going to grab this other dumbbell here. Now, now you're going one, to step your foot on, on two of the bands. Okay. Yes. Okay. This is here. Stagger stance. And now the foot should be pointed out. Yes. Like foot pointed okay. forward. Okay. okay. Nice big chest. Okay. Neutral spine. Yep. Shoot your glutes towards that back okay. wall. And now we want to think about bringing our elbows towards the ceiling, pulling our shoulder blades okay. together. Just like that, as if they're Last the one. and the smaller your back. Let's do it. All right. So now you have a chest press. Okay. Yes. I'm going to come over to the bench press. Okay. If you have a bench press at home or in your local gym. Our last Dave, we're going to keep going. We're yes. going to keep going here. Right. We are back with our third and fourth hours. Guys, there is keep more going. working out going. still to I come I was supposed here. to end this segment. I was going to make you keep going and going and going. We are more. A couple years ago. Well, like